0: Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast. Check out our new website for all your news, updates, and episodes at nascarfieldfiller.com. We have one spot left in the field, so let's fill up the last row with our host, Vanilla Wafers. What's up everybody? Welcome to the back of the field. This is Vanilla Wafers and thank you for tuning in to the Field Filler Podcast. Happy 4th of July weekend. Hopefully you have yourselves a great Independence Day. If you're not going to watch the race, go have some fun. Go cook up some barbecue. Go chill by the lake. Whatever you're going to do, shoot your eye out with fireworks. Don't do that actually. I need you guys to actually find me on some of these channels. But if you are here about NASCAR, you are super excited because guess what? It is Road America weekend, a racetrack that the Cup Series hasn't even been at in over 60 years. Now we're finally coming back to the four-mile racetrack that fans have been screaming to have the Cup Series at, and I couldn't be more excited. It's so great that we have so many road courses on the schedule. Let's just pray, though that we don't have rain similar to Circuit of the Americas. I'm praying that that doesn't happen. Hopefully it doesn't happen. I don't think there's any weather over there. Let's keep our fingers crossed on that one. But the biggest question is, who's going to take down the Rick Henrik camp this week? Is Chase Elliott going to dominate once again in another road course race? Maybe even Kyle Larson edges him out. Can Martin Trex Jr. actually turn around his kind of rough summer stretch so far? I mean, I really haven't talked about him in any of the fancy picks. And it's simple. He hasn't really been there at all. He's been around like a sub 10-15 driver, and that's not what we like to see out of Martin Trex Jr., but of course, with the road courses comes a lot of excitement, especially on 4th of July weekend. We're used to Daytona. Uh, we also had Indianapolis. We, we don't really talk about that anymore, but instead, we're getting a week where it's a little unclear who the winner's going to be. Not so much like a super speedway, but still a brand new track. So we got a lot of cover, guys. It's time to look at our top fantasy picks for week number 20 of the 2021 season in NASCAR. Let's get into it. Alrighty guys, 6 picks we gotta go with. 5 of them will count towards our final points. The other one's gonna be sitting in the garage. Are you guys ready for the first pick of this race? The top pick that I think is gonna do great here in this race. It's jaw-dropping. You might shit your pants because you can't believe this one's coming. It's Chase Elliott in the number 9. Okay, okay, maybe not so much of a jaw-dropping bit of news there. But Chase Elliott really hasn't looked like the strongest Henrik guy in quite a while. But the time when he looks strong is always the road courses. And why should we think that he's not going to do good in this race? He's obviously the favorite to win it. And if you look at his last few finishes, if we exclude the Daytona road course race, which, by the way, he dominated just near the end, just struggled. He finished first, second, first, first, first. I mean, just so dominant, always on the podium and just a great time to include Chase Elliott on your roster is always the road courses. So once again, here at another road course, you're putting Chase Elliott as your number one fantasy pick for this weekend. And then the second one, I think I included this guy here on the second one for Sonoma as well as Circuit of the Americas, but there's a reason. He's just so damn good at road courses, and that is Martin Trex Jr. Like I said, Martin Trex Jr. has struggled a little bit in the last few weeks, but one race that he did really good at, and I was there to witness it, was Sonoma. Now, granted, Sonoma has been a track that's always been really good to Martin Trex Jr. Make no mistake on that. However... When it comes to other road courses, he's always been right there. The 2018 Roval, yeah, he didn't win the race, but he was right there near the end. The road courses at Daytona, he's been right up there. Uh, We don't really count the Circuit of the Americas because once the rain hit, he was just not a factor at all. So if weather is plaguing the racetrack, which God I hope not, do not include Martin Trex Jr. on your list or at least put him in the garage area in case it dries up. However, if it's a nice sunny day, I feel like Martin Trex Jr. is going to get another solid top three run. It just looks like that number 19 team is set up for road courses. Hopefully, you got another pick for him saved up for Indianapolis as well as Watkins Glen. If you do have some extra picks, maybe three or four, hell, put him in this race once again. And if you feel like he's going to struggle, put him in the garage. But I feel like, like I just mentioned, a top three out of the number 19 machine. And then another one that I'm going to include here, not Rick Henrik, not Joe Gibbs Racing. I'm going to include Joey Logano as the third best pick this weekend at Road America. You don't really think of Joey Logano when you think of road courses. You just don't. But when you've looked at his last few finishes, especially in the 2021 season, his worst finish has been a fourth place. And that was at Sonoma, scoring on average this year about 45-46 fantasy points. Those are pretty damn good numbers, and I really don't see Joey Logano all of a sudden dropping off horribly here at Road America. I mean, these road courses are all very, very different to each other. You know, Daytona is a long turn. It kind of drags on. It goes on to the racetrack, back on into the infield. Sonoma, you're on the gears, going left and right, just always constantly shifting up and down. And then Circuit of the Americas, those long stretches, they've all been different. But Joey Logano has always been up front. Definitely a good number two pick. I don't think he's going to win the race, but I think he's going to get a solid top five at the end of the event. You might want to put the 22 and really consider him as a good fantasy pick for this weekend. And we can't keep Kyle Larson too far off the top fancy picks just for the simple fact that he's just so damn good this year, especially in that number five car. And at road courses, it's been about the same. Yes, the Daytona road course, he did finish 30th. But if you do remember near the end of that race, he was the fastest car until he took himself out going on to the back straightaway of Daytona. That was his only downfall there. But the other two finishes scored the maximum points at Sonoma. Finished second with 47 points. Granted, it was a rain short. You know, Circuit of the Americas is going to kind of have an asterisk as we go through this list, in all honesty. But Kyle Larson has shown that he can be really good at road courses as well. I mean, he's already been victorious this year at one. He's already gotten a few solid finishes. And even at the beginning of the year, when he was still trying to figure things out, he was good. Hell, If you got some extra picks that you want to gamble on with Kyle Larson, I think he's going to be a solid top five pick, whether you think that's worthwhile or not to put Kyle Larson on there, because honestly, at this point, anything below 55 points is kind of wasting Kyle Larson. It's hard to believe that, but that's kind of just how good he's really been for fantasy rosters. So Kyle Larson... Definitely a first or second pick here in fantasy leagues. You just got to make the decision though Is he gonna score more than 55 points? Is he worth being put on your fantasy roster? If you think he can do that by all means put him on there because there's no other driver doing that except him. Alrighty, and for the fifth pick of the top picks, this one's actually going to be quite surprising because you never really think of him as, you know, a really a road course racer. But when you look at the last 11 races at road courses, he has the third best average out of active drivers, only behind Chase Elliott and Martin Trex Jr. With two top fives, seven top tens, 11 top 20, so he's finishing the top 20 every single race. That is Alex Bowman with an average finish of 94 Four, five. Very consistent driver, and honestly, with a race that's kind of going to be very unpredictable, we honestly don't really know which drivers are going to turn up and which drivers are going to really be dead in the water, but I feel like Alex Bowman is going to be a very good, consistent guy, and I put him as a top pick because, honestly, I haven't used Alex Bowman too much, and I think a lot of people haven't been really thinking about him, but he's already got three victories this year. He somehow finds a way to be there near the end, and that's really damn important when you're looking at fantasy Roster So, Alex Bowman in the number 48 car, congratulations. You're no longer a dark horse, nor are you in the pretty good category. You make it into the top picks, and I am very comfortable to say the number 48 car is a good second or third pick on your fantasy roster. So, those are the top five guys. We got Chase Elliott in the number nine, Martin Trex Jr. in the number 19, Joey Logano in the number 22, Kyle Larson in number 5, and Alex Bowman in the number 48. Now let's look at the 6th through 10th guys, these are the guys that are going to do pretty good in this race. Okay, it is time to include a road course ringer, an actual road course ringer. I'm not talking about Chase Elliott, you know, who just dominates at these tracks. No, I'm talking about a guy who only shows up for the road course races, and that is A.J. Allmendinger. A.J. Allmendinger, uh, a few years back when he was driving the 47 car, was a real hit-and-miss guy. He's kind of like Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in restrictor plate races back in the number 47 car Uh, Can you say irony? Because they were both racing the same car. Well, nowadays, now he's with Colleague Racing, driving that number 16 car at road courses, and he's done a pretty damn good job. 5th and 7th in the last two road courses he participated in. He didn't go to Sonoma. I was very pissed about that. But what are you going to do? They were focusing on Mid-Ohio. I think he won that race, actually, too. So I guess that was a good pick for him. But A.J. digger absolutely dominant at these races. Colic Racing brings some great equipment for the road courses. I mean... I really don't see why you want to keep AJ Allmendinger off your fantasy rosters. I mean, we know he's going to do really good in this race, and hell, he's only going to be in probably max three or four more races after this, so you're not going to waste all your picks on him if you put him in this race. Might as well take a very good chance on him for a guy who's definitely going to be a second or third pick in your fantasy roster. AJ Allmendinger, number 16, comfortably a good guy to put in your fantasy league. And then let's include Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch has been an interesting driver lately. Uh, He was kind of struggling there near the middle of the season from now to the beginning. He's doing really good in the beginning. And the last few races, he somehow has won some stage races. How the hell is that even possible? I don't know. But when it comes to road courses, you just can't keep Kurt Busch away. Yes, he had that 27th place at Circuit of the Americas, but like we keep saying over and over, uh, the rain really affected a lot of drivers and he kept his car clean and by going in between those two other guys, I think it was Kyle Busch and then Austin Dillon maybe, so that was pretty impressive in himself, it did not work in your fantasy roster, but it made him look like a really good driver, other than that though, you look at Sonoma, he finished 6th, scored 41 fantasy points, at Daytona Road Course, he finished 4th, scored 48 points, at the Charlotte Roval last year, finished 4th, scored 33 points, Walking Glenn's 14th with 25 points, he's just really, really good at road courses, very consistent, a very top 10 guy, Almost a little bit to the same level as AJ digger but maybe more of a seventh or eighth place kind of guy, in my personal opinion. Still I will always to consistency for your for a fantasy roster, put him as your third or fourth pick this weekend. Alrighty, and the next one I'm going to include is his brother, the number 18 of Kyle Busch. Now, if you do remember the last couple of episodes when we were going over fantasy picks for road courses, his finishes were pretty atrocious. The last four finishes before Circuit of the Americas was 30th or worse, which is god-awful. Nobody wants to put anyone on there like that. That's like going for Rick Rare racing drivers at that point. However... When you look at the last few finishes, uh, Sonoma, he finished fifth, and then... At the Circuit of the Americas race, he finished 10th, and the one reason why I'm leaning towards more of a pretty good kind of feel for him for fantasy picks is because he's going to get practice in the Xfinity race as well, on top of the fact that they will be doing Cup Series practice and qualifying, which really benefits the driver for Joe Gibbs Racing. Kyle Busch, honestly, I don't think he's going to win the race, but I think he can do what he did at Sonoma. You know, he's going to be a little bit behind Martin Truex Jr., but he's going to still be right around the top five, racing against his brother, racing against AJ digger maybe another driver that I'm going to mention here shortly. I mean, when you score on average 40 points in a road course race in the last two races, those are pretty damn good numbers and definitely a guy that I would put as my fourth pick for my fantasy roster. There is, of course, a little bit of a gamble there, so if you're putting up drivers that you're kind of wishy-washy on, maybe don't consider Kyle Bush. but if you feel very comfortable you're putting drivers up there that you feel like, oh yeah, totally nothing's going to happen to these guys, throw Kyle Bush on there. He might just score you another 40-point weekend here at Road America. And then for the fourth driver in the pretty good category, we are going to include the number 33 car of Austin Cindric. Austin Cindric is also running a part-time schedule here in the Cup Series. He's just focusing on multiple types of tracks. And when he was racing at Circuit of the Americas, he did really good in that race. Now, granted, his finish was really subpar. He was working on strategy, just didn't work in his favor because of the rain, but Remember when he was racing slick tires at the beginning of that race and still pulling away from drivers who started the race on rain tires? That was so damn impressive and proves to show you how good of a road course racer he is. He's going to get another opportunity here at Road America, already looking really good in the Xfinity series practices. I mean, he always dominates those Xfinity races at road courses. He seems like he's always there in the top three. I wouldn't be surprised if you see that number 33 car lead a few laps once again, maybe even try to Contend for the win. Do I think he's going to win the race? Uh, I wouldn't really think so. Um, I, I would feel like someone in the Rick Henrik or Joe Gibbs camp would have a better chance. But you know, if you're a gambling man, you bet your ass you're going to put that number 33 car on your betting slips. So the number 33 car, definitely a good third or fourth pick in fantasy. I really feel like he can finally put things together if. Everything stays clean on the racetrack. I think he can score 40 points as well, similar to Kyle Busch. Then the last one in the pretty good category, I got to go for my number 24 guy, William Byron. Look, William Byron, I'm not going to lie, has really struggled this year at road courses. His best finish only being an 11th, and that was Circuit of the Americas, and kind of rain played into his favor, I'm not really sure what's going on with the number 24 team when it comes to road courses because, I mean, everyone else has been doing really good in the Henrik camp and then the number 24 team is kind of the outlier in that group. However, we can go and look past that and look past his last few finishes there before the 2021 season at road courses and you can see some solid top eight finishes. That's something that I feel like William Byron, if he can finally put everything together, they can fix out all the bugs, they can finally get themselves a solid finish here at a road course. Sonoma, wasn't really his fault. He just got bottlenecked. Uh, Circuit of the Americas got ran into from the back. Uh, Daytona, I think he had a flat tire in like one of the very first turns and had to drag his car all the way across that 3.4, whatever the hell kind of track it was, a big-ass track, let's call it that, at Daytona. And then also coming up short here at the Pocono race, the second one, he was going on fuel mileage, I thought he was going to win it, came up short. You know, I want to say his luck's going to turn around. It's really hard to put someone on your fantasy roster and just banking, maybe their luck will turn around. I think for William Byron, if everything goes together, he's going to score about 38 points. Maybe even more than that, but I think on average about 38 points would be a good day for William Byron. I would keep him though as your fifth pick fourth or fifth pick at best and the reason why is just because you know he's had that bad stretch at road courses you definitely want someone reliable in the garage to put in just in case things don't go well for him in this race so those are the guys in the pretty good category the number 16 of A.J. Almonddigger the number one of Kurt Busch the number 18 of Kyle Busch the number 33 of Austin Cindric, and the number 24 of William Byron now let's move on to the dark horses and the guys you may want to take a chance on here this weekend Alrighty, first guy, as a guy you may want to take a chance on as a dark horse, the number 42 of Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain has proven that he is really good at road courses in that number 42 machine. Last two finishes at road courses, it was a seventh and fourth, and it wasn't just by dumb luck either. He's been doing really good at these racetracks. I wouldn't really be surprised if you see the number 42 car once again running in the top five. Definitely a guy you're taking a gamble on. Not going to lie, because, you know, Ross Chastain is still in that spot Still trying to figure out his team. He could get a solid top 10 finish. He could also finish about 32nd. We saw that at Pocono. Running up there near the front... Bam, hits into the wall, and then you get a horrible finish and a guy you have to put on the bench. That's why he's a a take-a-chance guy. If you're trying to save some of your top drivers, maybe you think there's some other races, this is a good time to include someone like that number 42 car. But however, if you are including a lot of guys that you're a little wishy-washy on, like you're using AJ Allmendigger, Austin Sinrick, Ross Chastain, and then a couple other drivers I'm going to mention – Ooh, you are taking some big gambles, my friend. But Ross Chastain, a good fifth or sixth pick here at Road America. Next guy I want to include, I've been feeling like such a jackass for keep leaving him out because he's actually a really good driver and he does really well at fantasy points, especially at road course races. And that is the number 12 of Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney has always been that guy you just never really think about, you know? He's always like, you know, just hanging around there. You're not thinking too much about him. And then all of a sudden, bam, he's running in the top six. Where did he come from? I think you should take Kevin Harvick's nickname at this point because that's really what he is. Just quiet, calm, and then he sneaks his way through the field and then bam! Gets himself a top five finish. Hasn't been this case in the last couple of years here at Road Courses. But before that, from 2019 on back, this guy was damn good. Usually finishing eighth or better at every single Road Course event. Here at Road America, he could honestly do that once again. Remember the Charlotte Roval? Who was the guy who was able to sneak by to get the victory in the inaugural race? Ryan Blaney. Uh, Ryan Blaney may have not gotten a good finish at Circuit of the Americas. Of course, you know, the asterisk, you know, the rain. Why do I got to keep saying it over and over again? You guys aren't even asking me to. I just keep doing it. But Ryan Blaney is actually a really solid guy to go with when it comes to road courses again maybe a fifth pick or even a guy you want to save on your garage if you want to be riskier with other guys but i think he's going to be right there near the end i think he can get a solid top 10 maybe score you a good solid 30 points here in this race Now, let's include a past winner here at Road America. He's already won this season here in the Cup Series, and we like to always include him here at Road Courses, the number 34 of Michael McDowell. Michael McDowell, obviously, is a really good guy to take a gamble on here in this race due to his past success here, and also the fact that number 34 team has really been showing up at these Road Courses. I mean, the last three, he's finished in the top 10 in two of them, and let's be honest here at Sonoma... I wouldn't even really blame the 28th place finish on him because he spun out on the last lap. I think it was turn 11, if I'm not mistaken. It wasn't turn 11. It was turn number four. Either way, though, he's always been good at road courses. Now, at the same time, however, for every two top tens he gets, he seems to get a finish of 32nd or worse. He has done that a couple of times. So fifth or sixth pick, I'm leaning more towards sixth pick. But there could be a really good chance that he could get a top 10. If something happens to that number 34 car, put his ass straight in the garage. But I wouldn't be afraid to put him on your fantasy roster because I'm probably going to include him on there because you never know what opportunities this number 34 car is going to bring you at road courses. Okay, so this next pick was kind of a little tough for me to decide on. I didn't know who I really wanted to go with, but I think in the end, I think I picked the right person to go with, and that's the number 14 of Chase Briscoe. The other driver I was going to mention was the number 20 of Christopher Bell due to his win in the XFINITY race as well as the win at the Daytona Road Course. Honestly, other than that, though... Where has Christopher Bell really been? It seems like that team has been getting worse and worse lately. Meanwhile, Chase Briscoe and Stuart Haas Racing has been getting better and better, especially at the road courses. You know, at the beginning of the year, the Daytona road course, it was atrocious. He hit everything except the pace car, basically. And then you look at Circuit of the Americas, he's able to finish six, score some good solid fantasy points there. Uh, at Sonoma, eh, it, it wasn't really his best race. However, he still was able to score a top 20 at a time when Stuart Haas Racing was still trying to figure everything out. I think here at Road America, we could see the number 14 car more in the right direction. Uh, am I going to say that this is his best opportunity at a road course? I wouldn't really say that. I'd say the Indianapolis road course is going to be the one you want to watch out for that number 14 machine. But at Road America, he has done really good here in the past in the Xfinity Series, scoring seventh or better in the last two races. Obviously, the other finish was third. I don't even know why I said it like that, but screw it. It's my show. I get to do what I want. Chase Briscoe, I'm going to keep him as a six pick. I think he's a guy you want to take a gamble on. Uh, I wouldn't say I feel 100% comfortable with him, but if he's able to do something similar to like he did at Circuit of the Americas, you might see that number 14 car score a solid top 10 in this race. All right, let's see here. Who am I going to surprise everyone with? Hmm, guy you don't really suspect for a road course race, but also a guy who can be really consistent. You know what? I'm looking at the numbers, and I know who I want to put on here, and you're going to be very surprised. The number 17 of Chris Busher. Chris Busher, out of everybody that's running around in the playoffs right now, is like one of the last guys to think about when it comes to a road course. In my personal opinion, I've never really thought of him. But I was looking back at his numbers and the last 11 races, he has always finished in the top 20. There's only been a handful of drivers who've ever done that. More specifically, only two other drivers, Alex Bowman and Denny Hamlin. You know what? With a race that could be as unpredictable here as Road America, you may want a guy that's consistent, a safe guy to go with. And I think putting Chris Busher as your sixth pick in the garage area, just as a little bit of insurance purposes, may not be a bad idea. And I think that's a good guy to have as the 15th pick. I know there's drivers like Eric Jones who has better averages, maybe even have somebody like Daniel Suarez, someone like that, or one of the drivers from RCR, but. I don't really want to take a gamble with them on this track just for the simple fact that maybe I want someone a little more consistent here when we reach the top 15 because anyone below that, you're really playing with fire. I think you got a lot of solid picks in the top 10 for sure that you can go with for your first five picks. However, near the end though, if you want to have a guy that's more safer, I think Chris Busher is going to be the best option out of anyone else that could have been mentioned here. On these fantasy picks. So, those are the dark horses that I have for this race. We got Ross Chastain, Ryan Blaney in the number 12, Michael McDowell in the number 34, Chase Briscoe in the number 14, and finally, the number 17 of Chris (laughs) Busher. And that will conclude the final segment of today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait for this race. I love road course races. Absolutely love them. Just praying we don't get a lot of cautions, though, because let's be honest here. I think Larry McReynolds and a lot of people on Twitter really hit it on the head with this one. We don't need cautions for stage races. I really think for road courses, they should stay green. It's probably going to be something that we're going to have to deal with this year. I'm pretty sure next year they're going to look at that and say, yeah, we need these to stay green for road courses because it defeats the purposes of strategies. You want to come in two laps beforehand to be one of the first drivers on the restart to get the green flag. I mean, position is very important when it comes to road courses. However, I think next year it will change on that. But don't let that discourage you in this race. It's going to be a fun race. Road America always provides some pretty action-packed races. A lot of fun, especially in the Xfinity series. Here in the Cup series, where most of these drivers have never raced here, their first time racing here is going to be a few practice laps that they're going to do on Saturday and Sunday. Hell, you can't get more excited for a race than that. And honestly, I can't wait. Who knows who's going to win the race? More than likely, it's probably going to be a Rick Henrik driver. Make sure to tune in. Maybe the 4th of July weekend will have more than just fireworks in the air. Some of the fireworks may be happening on the racetrack. But that will conclude today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest. I have been able to fill up the last few remaining minutes of your time, so I'm going to take the car and pull it right on into pit road, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast.